0: welcome back to my mother's daughter podcast where we choose to focus on the controllables jump off the hamster wheel of grief and take steps to honoring our loved ones by living a life filled with gratitude joy and abundance it's time to get stubborn about what we want and choose to lean into who we were meant to be while drinking too much caffeine owning way more workout pants than we'd like to admit and dreading that nightly dinner talk almost as much as waking up early you feel me sister I'm Angel McElhaney, motherless daughter, positive psychology junkie, and not-so-master juggler of my crazy crew, and I believe that you can heal and find happiness after loss. So grab that coffee, put down that to-do list, and let's get to work, one day at a time, together. Let's get started with today's show. Welcome back. In this episode, we are going to talk with Brooke Suzo, and she is a licensed independent social worker and mental health therapist, and she helps people with depression, anxiety, mood disorders, and trauma, and so much more. And she's actually going to talk to us today with ways to manage anxiety and really just all of the fear and everything going on with the pandemic right now. I think it's going to be a great resource for all of us and especially those who are susceptible to being, feeling those depressed feelings, feeling that anxiety rear its head. And so I'm really excited
1: to have you on the show, Brooke. Great. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You know, um, I think that, you know, this is a hard time for us. You know, it's hard for everybody. Um, You know, there might be some people out there that have no history, excuse me, no history of problems with depression or anxiety. And maybe you're starting to notice a few of those symptoms or just kind of feel off your game, feel a little bit extra anxious or um, maybe just lacking motivation. And, you know, I think there's other people out there that maybe do have a history of some problems with depression and anxiety and they're starting to notice an increase in maybe some of those symptoms and so i just have a list of tips here that i think you know could be helpful with those, for those individuals or really just anybody in general you know we're all in this together and this is new for all of us so so thanks for having me here today i appreciate it
0: yeah, I'm excited to hear them all. And definitely this is an episode you will want to take notes on, um, but I don't want you to miss listening to it in by like – you know, writing all of the notes. So um, if you'd like, if you, in the show notes, there is actually going to be a printable that you can actually reference. So if you want to just listen and enjoy, then at the end, you can check out the show notes and I will actually list all of these awesome notes myself so that you can just listen. So I'm excited to hear. um, And so take it away.
1: All right, great. So the first tip, again, this is one that I'm working with a lot of my clients on right now is how important it is to maintain to maintain some structure and routine throughout your day this is especially relevant to those who are quarantined at home and they just there's nothing to do every day so i think the more that we can practice going to sleep at the same time waking up at the same time maybe if there's students out there that you have school work to do do it at the same time every day eat your meals at the same time if you're working from home try to have that you know nine to five work schedule or whatever it might be we need these things to to kind of stay on a routine and keep a little bit of normalcy in our life. Um, and, you know, there might be some people out there that they're like, you know, I'm not working. I really have nothing to do. This is the time to do that project you've always wanted to do but never have the time. This is the time to, you know, if you wanted to learn a new language or wanted to work on something in your house or, wanted to, to garden or, or things like that, this is the time to do those things, right? We, we have the time right now. Um, you might take a bigger project and divide it into smaller steps. So you can schedule that through your routine every day. That every day at this time, I'm gonna work on this project a little bit. And that can help get our, our creative juices flowing. Um, so the first tip I have there is to main, maintain the structure and routine. How can I do that? I've had a lot of people even write out, this is what my day is going to look like and kind of have it mapped out. And I think that's been helpful for people. Um, so that's my first tip for everybody.
0: I think that's uh, smart because a yeah. lot of people, what I've noticed, especially even with me um, is they'll stay up later and yes. then they'll sleep in and then they're all messed up for the whole rest uh-huh. of the day or living in their pajamas. Um, yes. So there's that like, Something about putting your shoes on, even if yeah. you're not going
1: anywhere. Which... Yes, Angel, yes. That's my second tip. Is oh, is it? Get oh, ready good. for your day. Get ready for your day. I know you don't have anywhere to go. That's okay. Go ahead. Hop in the shower. If you put on makeup, put on some makeup. Do your hair. I hey, mean, it's, it's good for
0: sunblock too. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. Exactly. And it, it's really amazing how kind of pulling yourself together for the day can affect your mood. So I think I'm with you on that, Angel, to to get ready for your day. Get out of your pajamas. Do not stay in your pajamas all day. Um, Get ready for your day. So I'm glad glad you brought that up.
0: Yeah, that's a great one.
1: Yeah, that is a good one. Um, The next tip I have written down, and I think this would be good for those of us that tend to get a little bit anxious, is to limit where and how often you're getting updates on the coronavirus, okay? I, I, the last thing I would want for you guys is to be watching news coverage from morning until night. Okay, and it's very easy to do that right now. So I would recommend maybe picking one or two news sources that you trust, you know, a trusted news source, and maybe checking them once a day. Okay, and and I would say limiting to to that is probably going to be helpful to get to be able to get your mind on some other things.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. Reggie's actually been listening. um, Well, and me too, but he is the one that's already fallen in with the ritual of at nine o'clock, he'll like turn it on. And that's Mm kind of like, he finds out what's going on in the day, which part of me, I was like, honey, you're ending your day, like listening to the news. But I guess that's smarter than beginning it because then you can have all the anxiety for the whole day. Do You know what I mean? So.
1: Yeah. And like, yeah. And for me, for example, like I will watch, um, our governor or our president, maybe not even every day either, but yeah. because it's just too much for me, but I'll maybe do that, you know, every few days just to keep clued in on what's going on and, and, and stay in the loop with things. And so, especially
0: with social media, that's probably oh, shouldn't be your, your, uh, credible source. <laughs> so
1: absolutely. <maybe. laughs> Listen, a lot of media outlets are hyping this up and they don't have the facts. So careful. That's why I say be careful what news sources you're going to listen to, and you will see all these fake stories on social media. So I think you have to be really careful of that.
0: And a lot of people are sharing them. I've noticed based on the headline, like not clicking it and reading it. Yes. And so what's inside of it is kind of different than what even the headlines, because it's trying to get you to click it. Yeah. Um. So and then they're just sharing it, and then it's making more fear because the headline is the attention getter, the I don't know, the fear-inducing. you know, cliffhanger type of thing to where it's like your mind just goes to, to the worst case scenario, I guess.
1: Absolutely. I agree. I've seen them, you know, I have to be careful on what I click on and I, and I definitely try to practice that for sure. Um, so yeah, absolutely that. Um, the next, the next tip I have is, is to, we need to focus our mind on what we can control in this situation as opposed to what we can't. Okay, so what what can we control? Well, we can control uh, sticking to our prevention recommendations. We can control having an emergency plan. We can control keeping our thoughts positive. Um, So if we're spending too much time focusing on all the things we can't control, like how long is this going to go and, um, you know, what's tomorrow going to look like? You know, the more we do that, the more we can feel a sense of helplessness. Um, so we want to be prepared, but you know, if we're if we're getting a little bit too over prepared with things that can cause some anxiety. Um, so I think, so keeping your mind on what can I control in this situation is something we could all probably work on.
0: Yeah, for, for sure. sure.
1: For sure. Um, the next tip I have is, you know, in therapy, one of the staples for therapy is is called cognitive behavioral therapy, which is basically talking about how our thoughts. Feelings and behaviors are all connected. So what we think is going to lead to feelings and then to behaviors. Same as what we do, for example, if I am engaging in pleasurable activities, if I am exercising, those can promote positive feelings. So we need to be really aware of where our thought is. Um, Which goes into my next tip, which is that we have to Be prepared to challenge our thoughts when necessary. We need to check the facts with our thoughts. Um, All of us have something we call ANTS, which stands for automatic negative thoughts. We need to be more aware of what those are. We need to avoid catastrophizing the situation. We need to stop saying to ourselves, this is the end of the world and things like that. Um, Not only is that not accurate, but it's not helpful.
0: Well, and a lot of, of, uh, you know, with the society and the economic impact, I've noticed a lot of people saying that too, like Mm -hmm. about, um, like as if we can't come back and it's like, why even put that out in the world? Exactly,
1: That causes nothing but panic and stress. America has been through some challenging times, you know, and we've always made it through it. So we need to tell ourselves that we're going to make it through this as well. Um, we need to be careful of what we call the what ifs, the maybes, the could be, and the mights, okay? All thoughts that start with that is usually going to cause anxiety. So, for example, if you find yourself that you're just in constant worry about getting sick, it's time to check the facts. Ask myself, am I healthy? Do I have underlying health problems? Am I following the general guidelines in my area? When we have a thought, we need to ask ourselves two questions. Is this thought helpful and is it accurate? So if the answer is no to either of those, we really need to try to focus on changing that. And one way to challenge your thoughts is to ask yourself, what is the evidence against this thought? So for example, if you're constantly worried, I'm gonna get sick, challenge that thought, ask yourself, have I been in contact with someone sick, et cetera, et cetera, to try to challenge that thought. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that totally makes sense. And, um, I know that I was feeling, cause I haven't really been out very much at all. Like if, if we need to go to the grocery store, Reggie's went. Um, so when I did go, I think I went to pick up pizza. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: I need to work on the health goals too, but <laughs> we went, we had to support the local, you know, so that they don't like all go under either uh-huh. too. So, um, but I had anxiety in there. Like, I, I mean, it was Papa John, so it was like, I, it's small. So if someone's in there, then I can't like go around them. So I saw, I found myself like trying to time it, (laughs) like your mind's done. And then like, okay, they just went in. So now I got to wait a minute. And I don't know, it was making me have anxiety even just sitting out there. Um, For sure.
1: Absolutely. I can totally understand that.
0: But And then, like, making sure I have my sanitizer. I mean, like, I had all the things, but I definitely could see where it would, like,
1: build up even the more you think about it and the more,
0: you know. Yeah. And
1: and in that situation, you know, I think what you could do to help yourself is, is, is remind myself, okay, I do have the precautions. I do have my face mask or I do have my gloves. I do have my hand sanitizer. I am prepared to go into the store right now and I'm going to be okay. So it's kind of like talking to yourself like a best friend would talk to you. You know, a a lot of times we kind of bully ourselves a little bit and it makes our situation worse. But if you can try to talk to yourself how a best friend would talk to you in a situation, I think that can help. So this is crazy. After this, you're going to need to go
0: on my Instagram because literally earlier today I posted a picture of Thea and I posted about self-talk and I almost was like, would you want her to talk to herself like this? You exactly. know what I mean? Because if you think about it, like to your kids, that totally changes it because Absolutely. you wouldn't want them to have that. So um, I'm
1: with you hundred percent on that. And people don't think about this stuff a lot, but that's why there's therapists. So, I mean, I, I really think, and, and by the way, just so your listeners know, there are many of um, health per, or uh, therapists, social workers, psychologists that are doing telehealth right now even, you know, there's such a stigma associated with talking to someone, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with it, especially in times like these when we're isolated and we could use the ear, you know, we could use, we could use the chat. So I think that that would be good for everybody to do right now.
0: Yeah. Especially so withdrawn from everyone. Like maybe normally someone would have like their coworkers to talk to, or they go, you know, they're around their family. like. I mean, I'm not going to see people that I normally see, you know, on Easter and that sort of thing. So it makes yeah. you have, and with holidays, sometimes when you are missing, like you're like my mom or different family members that aren't here, then it's kind of like, it draws all that back up already. I know. And then you're alone. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But I definitely can see where talking to a professional, which I will put um, information to uh, that you give me in the show notes if someone needs any referrals or to work with you or how they can go about that. Because I definitely think that that is smart um, to get almost ahead of it because I don't think this is going away like super fast. Like I think they're going to keep moving it back a little bit. Um, I mean, I'm hopeful, but I also I, I'm hopeful, but I also want them to be smart, you know, yeah. like, um, I'd rather it not have this big bounce back. Like, yeah, I'm really hoping that once it does open up that not everyone goes like rushing to everywhere, <laughs> you know? I know. like, I know. like do it slow, <laughs> maybe start out with a family gathering first and then I don't know. So yeah. we'll see.
1: Well, you just hearing you talk reminds me of the next tip I have written down here, which is something a lot of people aren't aware of. But, but I really suggest that your listeners and, and people hearing this, try to look into the art of practicing mindfulness. And all mindfulness is, is being in the present moment without judgment, observing your thoughts and feelings. So when your th- thoughts drift, you don't judge yourself for that. You just notice it and you ask them to come back to what you're doing in the here and now. Um, if you think about it, You know, Americans were constantly juggling between the past, present, and the future, and just these three realities constantly. We're not used to just being in the moment. And it's truly a skill that takes a lot of practice. And Angel, I'm more than happy to share some links with your listeners of maybe a few websites that could help, you know, start to practice that art. Uh, But being in the moment, in the here and now, how can I? um, get some enjoyment out of this moment right now? Or how can I even be in this moment now if it's not enjoyable? You know, Yeah, I think people try to
0: avoid it so much that they dance around it and then you yeah. end up there more re- yeah. versus like, okay, this sucks, but I'm going to feel it through it and, uh, get to the other side of it, which absolutely. I've been trying this. I've been trying to actually get off of social media and like, put my phone, I, I have to put it totally away. Cause I've noticed that I like automatically just open it. Like, it's mm-hmm. just like a, a cue that happens, but I definitely can see what you mean about the anxiety, um, being in the future or yes. like even regret of the past. Like you're, you know, hard on yourself cause of stuff you didn't get done. Or yep. maybe you're seeing all these people that are doing all the things like getting all the projects done, but you don't have mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. So
1: Yeah, and 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 you know, again, just talking to you, you keep reminding me of more tips. Um, But I think another thing people can try is to really just practicing what we call radical acceptance. So that's wholeheartedly accepting someone or accepting something. You don't have to like something to accept it. Um, You know, the example I think of is moms out there, moms that are trying to work from home, be a teacher. Do all these things at the same time. And here's the thing. We need to radically accept that you can't do it all. You did not go to school to be a teacher. You aren't supposed to know how to do that. You have to do your best and forget the rest, right? Um, Yeah,
0: You don't have to be a Pinterest mom right now. This is a crisis. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Do your best. But we need to work on accepting things for what it is. The bottom line is this is tough. There's nothing we can do to change it right now. What we can do is try to take care of our families, try to take care of our mental health, our physical health, um, you know, regularly exercising, eating a healthy diet, getting enough sleep as best as we can, as best as we can.
0: Yeah. I think that those are all great tips. And then what do you think about the social part? Because I know like, A lot of people, um, especially even, I have an episode on Enneagram, like the different types, sometimes some of them need like the, they get, I'm one of those where I'm motivated or fueled up by people and now I don't have them. But on the flip side, um, when Reggie got done working in the basement today, he actually came up and he was like, could sense like I was trying to clean. And then, you know, kids were, it's like that meme that's, uh, trying to clean is like trying with kids is like trying to brush your teeth with eating while eating Oreos. Right. Right, (laughs) Yeah. So he had made a carry out for, um, some, some mulch chippings where they just like put it in your car. I did not go in guys, but, (laughs) um, I was like, no, I'll go like, I need to be alone. Like, I actually think that even though I am someone who is, Like I need people, but I also think that it's important maybe to be alone if you're not alone. Does does that make sense? Like we're alone, but we're not
1: really. (laughs) Angel, yes. That's one of the tips on my list here is that we have to create time for ourselves. I know many parents at home with kids, that is a difficult thing. I have friends that are struggling, but it's really a must, you know, at least 30 minutes a day, you know, what, and you might think about what could I do during that time that's helpful for me? It's different from everybody. And I know for some people it seems impossible, but this is the time, you know, who can help with your kids while you do this? Or what independent activities can my kids work on while I do this? You might actually structure that into your schedule of the day, that every day at this time, this is my time for the 30 minutes. I'm going to have my kids do this while I do the 30 minutes, or my husband watched the kids at this time for 30 minutes, whatever that looks like for you, but you need it. You need to have the time for yourself. It's so important. Well, and if
0: they're doing those mindfulness exercises, that should kind of like be some of that too. I, I, um, actually read uh, my first like non self-help book since forever. (laughs) Yeah. And and honestly, like, I think when we think of habits, we put eating healthy, even farther up, we, we rank them like exercising, eating healthy, like yeah. all of these, but really things like that, like rest and even making sure you have time to have that time, you know, different things like that is up there. It should be up there too. Yeah. So
1: I agree with you a hundred percent. And I know you mentioned, what can people do to stay connected? Listen, This is a time where we have to get super creative. I recommend that everybody is being connected with someone at the very least once a day. You know, we've got Zoom now, we've got Skype. There's a few apps out there. There, There's one called House Party. There's another one called Marco Polo. Um, You might arrange a Zoom conference with your family or your group of friends or some coworkers. You know, there's people playing games. on, on apps together uh, or on zoom together, you know, categories or things like that. But I think we have to stay social. You know, we have to, we are social creatures and we need it. I think every day we should be trying to connect with.
0: Well, and in the neighborhood groups, I've noticed um, my neighborhood group, they'll have um, like, Hey, we're putting up stuffed animals in the windows. And even though you're not interacting with those people, it's your uh, sense of community type of thing, you know? So I think that's really important too, like something uh, on some level. And then, um, which I will say this, like at least I, I told Reggie, I was like, well, at least we have people in our house. Cause I can't imagine if like I was alone or something, but what would you suggest for people that are maybe alone?
1: Well, I think so far, everything that we covered applies to the people that are alone for sure. You know, I think a few extra things and really this is for anyone, but People that are are alone, they really need to be connecting with others. They need to be maintaining that schedule. They need to be getting creative with projects and things to do throughout their day. Um, You know, I think another thing that's helpful is to focus on what am I thankful? You know, every day when you wake up, maybe say out loud, these are the things I'm thankful for today, to focus on gratitude. This is also a great time to be looking to your higher power. Praying, giving your fears to your higher power, spending time in a devotional, or there's several online church groups right now for people that are alone to get hooked into a community. There are several fitness communities that are doing um, Skype or Zoom or things like that. So I think there's definitely a way to get connected and, and try to stay connected being alone, but you have to get creative. But I, again, I think maintaining the schedule, what should be included in that schedule is having some of that time for video conferencing and things like that.
0: Well, and you normally would schedule those, like say you're going to a dinner with a friend or something like that. Like you would have to be like, Hey honey, I'm doing this. Like, Mm -hmm. so you almost have to make it count as if you were leaving. Yeah. Um, and then just try, try to find a corner, I guess, in your house to so you know, where uh, no one can find you. No. Yeah. Um, and then I think that I've noticed a lot of people are finding some sort of um, coping or um, with helping others. Like I've seen where people yeah. are making the masks or making like the headbands that have the buttons or... Even uh, my sister for Ty's birthday drove by and was um, played happy birthday really loud and, like, Aww. made signs and stuff. But those are kind of things that, like, I think make people have, like, something to do that day. Yeah. But also to make someone smile, like, something, like, you know, you made an impact. So maybe with Easter coming up, like, going to so-and-so's house and just dumping a bunch of eggs in yep. their yard. <laughs> no contact <laughs> or something I like agree.
1: that.
0: So maybe that would help.
1: I agree. Um, I feel like when we get outside of ourselves and give back, I mean, that, that's so tremendous.
0: Well, and that is kind of gra- gratitude because you are yeah. saying I'm grateful for you. And I you're like kind of putting that out there. So absolutely. Well, I think these are all great tips and I really want to thank you for taking the time out um, and talking with us. How can we go about finding you? Are you on social media? Is there, where, is there a certain spot where you hang out to where they can kind of try to find you and connect with you to get more information? Yeah. Um, Um,
1: Well, thank you for having me again. I'm also trying to give back and use the skills I have to help our community because we're all in this together And and we all need a little bit of grace through this time. You know, we've never been through something like this. So, um, so um, I practice therapy at Deerfield Family Counseling um, here in Mason, Ohio, and their phone number is 513-770-3231. So you can definitely find me there. Um, If any of your listeners just aren't sure where to start or who to reach out to, I'm more than happy to provide some assistance in trying to get them to the right resource. Um, So my Facebook name is B-L-Zuzo, Z-U-Z-O-W. So if anyone needs any guidance or, you know, a referral of who to talk to or anything like that, I'm more than happy to provide that.
0: Awesome. And I will post, um, you mentioned some links for resources to help too, that I will put in the show notes. And so I just want to thank you again. And also to my listeners, I just want to let you know, you are capable, you are strong and you can do the hard stuff. Wishing you joy and abundance. Angel. Hey mama, before you go, if you found value in today's podcast, or you learned something new, stop over to iTunes and leave me a review. I love hearing what you th- are thinking of the show and also connecting with you over on social media. You can find me on Instagram at angel.mackelhaney or on Facebook. So check the show notes for that crazy last name. And until next time, I just want to remind you, you are capable, you are strong, and you can do the hard things. Wishing you joy and abundance, Angel.